welcome to State of Unity Podcast, where we talk with people who used to live the ordinary and are now living in the extraordinary. On today's episode, we break from the normal conversations centered around travel to hang out with Kara and Dima as they touch on a topic of vulnerability as it relates to the workplace, social media, and across our lives in general. Hopefully you enjoy and are able to share with someone who may find it interesting as well. Dima, we had too much fun on our last conversation. Yes. I think we should keep doing this. Yes. You look very cozy with your <laughs> cup of tea <laughs> at the moment. Thank you. It's a uh, new tea. Because I only have, like, I don't know, 15 different kinds of teas now, so I had to get some, some more. Um, what is this one about? What's so it was BOGO at Publix. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had gotten mint and chai, of course. Okay. That sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's our topic today, Kara? Oh, we have a juicy one. I'm glad you asked. Yeah. <laughs> um, for people who have known me more than, I don't know, a year, or I guess even possibly presently, may be surprised to know that I actually selected this topic, which is vulnerability. Mm. And specifically, I got this um, idea as I was watching another podcast, but... To narrow it in a little bit, vulnerability as it relates to the career and social media. Mm. That one, once you sent me the topic, because you did mention that to me earlier, um, and I was just thinking, I was like, wow, that is <laughs> a very heavy topic, I think, for most people. Like, not a lot of people talk about that. It's literally... The only secret thing you keep to yourself. <laughs> Your yeah. secret emotions, you know, going through work stuff. Yeah. And... Well, I think it's, it goes to social media. You talk about vulnerability and that nobody's vulnerable in social media, right? Like it's these, you show your perfect life and your best life and nobody really shows the dark moments or the sad mm-hmm. moments or what happens in between everything else. And then as it goes to career, even as I reread the text that I sent you asking about this topic, I was like, career and vulnerability, how does that even fit? And it must have been whatever I was watching, they were talking about that. So I'm curious what you thought about it. I had to break it down a specific way to kind of wrap my mind around it. Mm -hmm. So what did you take that as? I, to be honest with you, I, because when you said vulnerability in social media, yeah, I could think of a hundred examples, mm-hmm. but when you said career, I was like, huh, um, <laughs> how <laughs> does that work in a career? And um, I just immediately thought of a, an example. I wouldn't know if that would be considered as in career. I guess it was in my interview process for... Oh. You know, a first office job after, you know, high school. I think I had a bunch of little temporary part-time jobs and serving jobs, which I love to do that. <laughs> I love talking to people. But I went on to, I think I was 17, and I applied for this 
office job at Hillsborough Public Schools office and immediately when I got there there was about 70 employees or so everybody has their cubicle and everybody was 30 or above and I was you know way younger than these people <laughs> so not to yeah like normally I felt very vulnerable in that so when I was going to the interview, I saw a bunch of people, some of them had bachelor's degrees, and I'm just like, oh, here's the 17-year-old me trying to get hired. Um, and I think the question I, I thought about when you said vulnerability is they asked me my weaknesses. Mm. And you yes, always think, they like, do how that. <laughs> much weakness do I tell them? Or, you know, what counts as weakness? And all that so I guess that's what I thought about is what do you portray as you excel at and basically it's your skills and everything but what do you leave room for them to know like hey I am very willing to learn this area if allowed or something I, I don't know that's the closest I got on the, <laughs> on the work example yeah, that makes that makes sense. I didn't think of that, but yeah, they're kind of you're right in the interview process. You go there right away. Um, I think they I'm, just sorry. You wonder why they ask you that, though, don't you? Because I'm not sure. <laughs> I feel like through all the the junk that I read, they say what you're supposed to do when they ask that question is you identify what that is and then state how you overcome it. Right. I think oh. that's, that's what I did as well in the interview. <laughs> right. So, I don't know if it's actually... Does it, is it if still... vulnerable? Yeah, if you're still telling them that how you're going to overcome it. Um, hmm. Maybe... Um, how about questions if when you need help or you don't quite know what to do at points? Because it took me a little bit to feel comfortable yes. to ask my coworkers or my boss for advice. That's definitely being vulnerable. Yeah. For, yeah. Especially if you're, um, maybe more so for some people than others but mm -hmm. yes I would agree with that yeah so what I did when I reread this was vulnerability as it relates to a career so I thought okay what does I know what vulnerability means to me what does it actually mean so when I typed in vulnerability mm -hmm. the synonyms that popped up were weakness openness exposure helplessness, and liability. Mm. Yeah. And those are, I mean, if you so go from weakness to openness, yeah. <laughs> they're at completely opposite ends as far as I'm concerned of a spectrum. And also, I would have to say for myself, if you were to ask me, I don't know, not the current me, <laughs> which of those I identified vulnerability with 100% weakness. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, no doubt. That's it for me. That comes to my mind. Because I think the minute you introduce vulnerability, you introduce the possibility, or I guess the judgment kind of comes right after, right? Because why do you fear being vulnerable? You fear that because people are going to look or think judgment about a certain way towards you or towards the topic that you were vulnerable with so I think to me is I think of vulnerability and judgment kind of go hand in hand it's like a parallel thing so that's what quite I see myself I would agree with that but also you can be judged and you are judged without being vulnerable right like you think about just walking down the road people looking at you they're judging you and sometimes you're judged in a really good way when you're vulnerable because you can be vulnerable and people are like wow i've been thinking this for my entire life and she look at her she's so courageous that she was able to share that fact with me Mm -hmm. in a vulnerable way i could never do that so yes you can be judged in a good or a bad way but it's I guess openness comes to that is that you are expressing something that we normally keep secret. Mm hmm. You know? It so. makes you, when I think, isn't it? So Brene Brown talks about vulnerability a lot. And I think, I can't remember the exact like message that she delivers, but I feel like what you just said, vulnerability makes you relatable. Yeah. Yeah. And people who are relatable, I feel like you just see that people naturally gravitate to them mm-hmm. because you see them as they are as a whole person and the struggles that they go through and not just as this yeah. perfect empire that's always been this way and will continue to be this way. But you're like, mm-hmm. oh, they actually have struggles too. You know, they're like me, which means I could be like them. Mm-hmm. Which now reminds me, I don't know, you were saying that and then earlier I couldn't think of a career example, but now when I think of a good leader, because thinking back to my bosses, the ones that I related with are the ones that I respected and honored the most. And I was like, oh, I need to learn from this person because at one point they were also this way this way this way which they shared with me so Mm. whenever I think of you know conversations I've had with my boss or even you know in meetings when our CEO comes in and talks he always starts the conversation with a really relatable point and he humanizes himself as you know a friend and a co-worker and you know, shares something very vulnerable and then leads. And I find myself finding so much more connection with the leader. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting because I feel like most leaders naturally and instinctively do the opposite of that. Exactly. But, you know, I feel like the good leader, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. When I think of the good bosses that I've had, Huh. It's always been, oh, they were so relatable, and they gave me so much advice, you know? Mm-hmm. So was it, like, personal or, like, struggles that they're dealing with in the business? Like, what sort of things were they sharing that made them relatable? I would say both. 
um, you know, I think they also have that limit where they can't be too personal because then you see them as a friend and you lose kind of the respect or something. But mm-hmm. um, when I think about it and thinking back, it's it's a little bit of both. It's a little personal, you know, whether it be the weekend that just passed or a holiday or their family or something. And then also they share a little bit more on the business and how they think, you know, how it would benefit the company to run it this way and the methods and just being vulnerable showing us the way they plan to lead or you know and then also yeah so both I would say both that makes sense yeah Hmm. so we talked about weakness Mm -hmm. we talked about openness It bothers me that they use vulnerability and helplessness as interchangeable. I don't like that either because you're instinctively defining it as being vulnerable is only for someone who can't help themselves, which that's not true. Because I feel like you can be vulnerable about your past or what you're going through but also have a very clear idea of the direction you're taking or the actions that you're mm-hmm. well and even now just thinking as it relates to business like opportunities all about being open to being vulnerable right like you can't yeah, risk. risk yeah yeah risk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah risk is being vulnerable um so really a success in general if you never allow yourself to step out and have some sort of risk, some sort of vulnerability, you're never going to see any change of progress, would you? It'd be it's a lot more different, a lot harder, yeah. That vulnerability is a key to success. Ooh. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, the mic is still standing, guys. <laughs> That's good. I don't think yeah. I disagree with that. Yeah, it could be uh, an ingredient in the recipe. Okay. So if we take that and switch over to social media, Oof. which... Okay, so let's think about if you're building a brand with social media because personally, like, doesn't really matter, right? Mm-hmm. So think about... Because you're really good with following brands that you like on social media. Do mm-hmm. you feel like the ones that you connect with more are the ones that are showing some sort of vulnerability? For sure. Yeah. Because if it looks perfect, it's not so different than other thousands and thousands of brands on ah, Instagram. It's the it, per- I mean, personality they create. It looks like a magazine or a newspaper and it's like, okay, there's only so many of these pictures that I can look at and not be <laughs> bored. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, I agree. If you're communicating a message or showing me the action, you know, you in the action or you planning things towards a goal in the company or sharing about your employees or sharing about you know, the background story, that's what I'm interested in to see in a brand. Because, yes, I I like that you show me what you offer, and I like that you show me 
when everything's good and it's that highlight moment. But what goes behind that? I want to know the method. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The process of getting there. Yeah. I like that. And, and that... the stories behind it, some history behind it. I think that's a little more interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it allows you to connect and share their story. And yeah. you can become part of the story. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's that engagement aspect. I think it's a little more engaging. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. I follow this, um, not, you know, promoting anything here, but, <laughs> but I follow this, I guess it's a, it's, it's a non-profit, um, they're called Climb Aid, and what they do is, it's a non-profit company that provides, uh, portable climbing walls to refugee camps over in, you know, war zones, and it's, it's like, incredible to see the community that they create, just their presence in different countries, and I even remember, like, the most memorable post I saw by them was something had happened, a building blew up, very bad events, and the people that have grown into the community of their the locals that were climbing on these walls were out there with this nonprofit company helping other locals with, you know, providing aid needed or just raising some money or, you know, clearing up the, the buildings. It, it's, it was just incredible to see the, the back scene. It's like, okay, we're all family in this company. The people mm. that come with us and the people that we interact with on a daily basis become this huge community that reaches out to other communities and we create this ripple effect and that's what I want to see in a company (laughs) or in a brand yeah and that's very vulnerable I mean you're showing I mean I don't know you're sharing you know the the scenes in the background Mm mm-hmm of the brand. Yeah. Well, and I feel like it's vulnerability, vulnerable as well, because I, not everyone's going to be on the same side as you, right? So it's mm-hmm. one thing if you're out there promoting, this is what we do for our business. Mm-hmm. You buy it or you don't buy it, fine. Yeah. But when you're out there and you're showing things like that, and 99 people are for it, mm-hmm. and one person is not, yeah. And they put you on blast because you didn't think through a certain step in your process yeah. or you didn't see it from this point of view or whatever it might be. Yeah, and that's very possible. That's I a mean, scary thing. There's, If you think about it, there's no celebrity that doesn't have bad press on them. Right. It's impossible. I mean, if you're going to stand with something, for something, there's always that opposite argument that people are going to stand against. I feel like that's existent in life. <laughs> like, no matter how much you want to escape that, but if you put yourself out there, it is a very possible chance. Yeah. Which, that's kind of the vulnerable feeling. You know, do we do that or do we don't? Yeah. But the thing is, is, I don't know. I feel like, you know, go, I don't know, like, 
I've heard this um, statistic that like our generation is the one of the loneliest generations ever, and I, I don't know how accurate that is, but I've heard a lot about mm-hmm. it on the internet and on social media, and I don't disagree because I mean, how many times do we talk to each other in person other than when we're doing hanging out, like doing things or planning things, but you just don't run into someone in the street anymore and just talk to them, you know? Because everyone's <laughs> staring very, at their cell phones. Yeah, yeah, everybody, especially, you know, when you go to doctor's offices or just getting yeah. anything errands done, everybody's talking on the phone or, mm-hmm. yeah, it's very, very, it's, it's even strange, I feel like, you know, talking to the cashier is like, they was like, oh, you're asking me something other than how you're doing or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so knowing that, that we're in such a loneliness pandemic and there's this one person scrolling through Instagram, it's, it's all very bland, it's all very, the pictures look very similar. Mm-hmm. products that they're advertising you know physical buy this buy that or just you know scenery or something somebody doing you know but I feel like it's that real post that makes you stop You're like oh wow I could you know relate to this or I could hmm. share more of this to the world or I don't know to me it's 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 um someone's loneliness in a good way. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. You are full of gold nuggets today. Oh. <laughs> Don't say nuggets. I get hungry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, there's McDonald's on the street for when we're done. <laughs> um, no, you painted a really good picture there. I can visualize that and... Mm. Yeah, that makes total sense because that person is not looking for another perfect picture to compare themselves to and feel bad about. Mm -hmm. They're looking for something they can identify with. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. And I feel like the process is, it's, it's getting more common now that people are sharing about the work in progress of things, but... For the longest time, and still, I think Instagram, in particular, lacks that. Is that in in the progress posts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it goes in. There's trends, right? Like yeah. there was the no makeup trend, or the yeah. you know, um, yeah. Because I, I feel like though. on YouTube, it's getting better where people show, oh, here's the process of how I got here. I agree, you know? yeah. Yeah, and, but I, I wonder why it's not a thing on Instagram. Maybe because people like looking at perfect things, <laughs> but... <laughs> Good question. But it does get a little old to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Um, so, Dima... What's an area in your life you've been vulnerable in lately, or refusing to be vulnerable in? Ooh, let me think. Let's get deep. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. Nobody's ever going to hear this conversation except for me. Okay. So. I don't promise that. (laughs) (laughs) I know. 
know some other people are going to listen. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully we have a little bit of people listening. Um, uh, lately, what have I been... I've not been vulnerable in it. I think I've been having some... I don't know if you've heard of that word. I don't want to get too fancy here, but, <laughs> but you know, the imposter syndrome. Ooh, yes. I've been dealing with that a lot, and oh, let's hear it. And it's it's crazy because you always feel like you're letting on more than you should. I don't know. To me, that's how. So, for people who don't know, I I don't know the exact definition of imposter syndrome, but here's my attempt at it. Okay. <laughs> Um, imposter syndrome is when you are doing your best and you have skills and you know that you, you qualify for things and you do your best at things, but you always feel like you are not doing your best. You know, I, I, I don't know if I made that clear, is that you feel like you're lacking something. Yeah, I think... That makes sense. The way that I think of it is that very similar. I think like you have all the skill set yeah. and all the qualifications for this or you you fit this, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. um, but, but your you, mind doesn't believe your it. Your mind doesn't believe it and your mind makes it seem like you're faking it. Yes. Or you're like faking you don't your believe- way through things. But it's constant and as much as you learn and... And you constantly, you make sure you learn things and you make sure you um, get qualified for things, but your mind just always keeps telling you. It's like a perfect, it goes along with the perfectionism thing, I feel like. If you're Mm -hmm. a very much perfectionist person, I feel like there's always a bit of imposter syndrome in there because like, okay, but it could be better. I could Mm -hmm. do this better. Or maybe there's someone better for this particular task than me. You know, and I, I feel like that's, I, yeah, I feel imposter syndrome uh, quite often. And I don't know if that's vulnerability, <laughs> but I guess me sharing that is is vulnerable to me. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because there is a thing also is that it's one thing when you think those thoughts okay, I'm having imposter syndrome. But when you say this to someone else, they automatically think that you're not confident enough in your own skills, so maybe you're not qualified enough mm-hmm. to do this. But, you know, it's it's uh, if you don't believe in yourself, there's no reason that someone else will believe in you, which mm-hmm. is a scary aspect to me. It's so true, though. I will never forget. Um, so I used to work for a company, and I started as the assistant to the GM. Mm-hmm. And when the GM left, I stepped into his role. Mm-hmm. And my head was not in that level of confidence. Yeah. Right? So the, I don't remember how long it was, but I remember being in that position and going through the motions, but not feeling like... I'm of that stature and I think this is a horrible excuse that I'm trying to remove but I for a long part of my life I think my size had to add it to it or I used that as a thing so because you know it's 
it doesn't have to be true, but if you think so, then it's right. real to you. Yes. You know what I mean? Just as the fact that for me, I get a little intimidated because the entire company is males above 40. <laughs> I'm like, I am a woman at 25. So it's like, to me, when I talk to someone, I always feel like, oh, they're hearing this from the perspective of the only 25-year-old girl mm. at the company, and I don't know how serious they're taking me, so I lose confidence, wow. and people in turn, I feel like, treat me at the confidence that I believe myself in. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, there was, I can't remember what the switch was, if it was just, like, getting more comfortable in the position, but I, I, I can't remember if someone said it to me or if I thought it, but I was like, mm-hmm. I need to, I need to see myself in this role or it's just, yeah, it's not going to work out. And I remember making that switch where I was like, I just need to start believing it and Cause really, like step into is, it and believe it yeah. and then it'll, it'll come to be. And then after I did that, I had so many people come up to me like they they noticed it they mm-hmm. noticed the change yeah. they're like you're owning this now like you know at first whatever like yeah. but like I see you now and yeah. it was that's the that thing. other people, people see, up on oh, that. Yeah, yeah huge yeah. um one other other thing that I do to help is and it's weird but this is to this day I cannot feel as powerful in flats as I do in heels. <laughs> so if I'm having a day where I need to be a boss, I have my heels on. Oh, wow. You're the complete opposite of me. <laughs> this is really great. <laughs> yeah. I could imagine myself being at work in heels. Wow. That would, yeah, complete opposite. <laughs> Mind you, I did not work in an office of just men. But even if I did, I feel like... Yeah, I don't know. It just gives me that couple extra inches. And I think yeah. the, it changes the way you stand. Mm-hmm. So it changes the way I feel. Versus in a flat, I'm like I'm right on the ground. Yeah. I don't have any bounce to my step. Yeah. Um, but I feel like for everything, I feel like that's another thing, is that how you present yourself. I feel like it, it matters because if you dress like your best, you're gonna you internally feel your best. Feel your best that, you know, you, it's, it's a direct effect, I agree. Yeah, it is. You perform better. You know, if you're having a bad hair day, it doesn't matter how great the day is. You're thinking about your hair. The entire day, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I completely agree. So, um... So, point of the conversation is, buy the shoes, it's worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Could be. I'm still not buying heels. Maybe some steel toe boat. Sorry, boots. (laughs) Steel toe boots. That's my thing. That is more your style. (laughs) Yeah. Let me see. I think I jotted down a few other words. Yeah, I put down opportunity, right? So I feel like vulnerability, Mm -hmm. you know, you can't take an opportunity without vulnerability. So that's one of the points we touched on Mm -hmm. earlier. And risk. Every time you're vulnerable, yeah, it is risky. Mm-hmm. But like you said earlier, people judge you whether or not you are showing your true self out there. So Right, so you might as well just... Might as well do it. Be you. Mm-hmm. I'm all for it. 
I feel like, you know, there is a lot of strength in it as well. Because, I mean, like you said, it's so much more relatable when you're vulnerable. And then that kind of means you have a kick Sorry, I don't know if we can say that on this podcast. You have a really strong community by your side that relates to you and is kind of behind you, you know? You, you create that relatability and you have a strong community yes. and it's, you're that much more strong with vulnerability, I think. Yes, and I have my strong community because I'm vulnerable with them. They yeah. know my dirt. Yeah, and, and they still are, love me. Yeah, exactly. And they support me. And those are the friends that support you through it all, like throughout yeah. your all the stages of life. So if that's not a testament to vulnerability, I don't know what is. Yeah. So I would have to say, after this conversation, going back to my former belief that vulnerability is weakness, I would actually have to say... And now I believe the complete opposite. I think being vulnerable is being strong because you're showing that you're not afraid to fail. You're not afraid for people to see your true colors. Mm -hmm. You're not afraid to just get out there and live the life that you want to live regardless of what happens. And that's definitely not being weak. I think being weak is living in a box and not stepping outside the comfort zone yeah and a a word came to mind right now i don't know if i already mentioned that word but transparency i think Mm. uh transparency being transparent is related to being vulnerable Mm -hmm. showing your true colors like you said Mm -hmm. um yeah that i mean the more transparent and honest you are with people or what's around you, the more you succeed in life, I think. Unless you're an asshole. Unless, uh, unless that. <laughs> unless that. <laughs> if you have something mean to say, please keep it to yourself. <laughs> that point doesn't change in life. <laughs> Only be transparent about the good intention. <laughs> Right. Or, like, accountability, right? Yeah. Stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Good talk. Any yeah. final thoughts on vulnerability? Yeah, I had something, but it escaped my mind. We're not perfect, you know. I'm showing you my true colors I agree with your point, though. Strength and vulnerability. I think we should redefine it. Mm. And it's definitely, going back to the earlier point, not helplessness. Definitely not. No. I just think of, you know, back in the day when they had the glossaries. Until this day, I don't know how people did that. Like, you just buy a set of... Oh, yeah. You you know, when I was in (laughs) elementary school, the internet didn't exist. So we had to... Go to walk down to the library, grab the dictionary. Yeah. You have to know how to spell the word good enough to look it up, which for me was Correct. usually the biggest struggle. <laughs> I couldn't even find the word because I didn't know how to spell it. I didn't it. even know those existed. I think coming from a different language background, I guess, I knew that like 
we had dictionaries all the time, but it was always like an English word and a def- definition of it in Arabic. That way you learn the language. Okay. You know what I mean? But I didn't know that in English-speaking countries, they actually have a book as well with the word, but an explanation in the same language. <laughs> that topic <laughs> sounded so foreign to me. All right. Well, this is fun. Yeah. We uh, broke Thanks. down vulnerability. Thanks for having me, and thanks for being vulnerable with me. Ooh, thanks for being vulnerable with me. I appreciate your openness. Of course, you too. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the word. Share with a friend, post it, comment, shout out, let us know. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss another episode. Follow us on our socials and be sure to check out stateofunity.org for upcoming group experiences. This is Kara Irene, hoping we leave you feeling inspired to do more.